Most of you by now know that I work at VIP Mortgage. A lot of you may not know why or how I got there. For us as LOs, we have a lot of options. And for me, VIP Mortgage was the perfect fit and the best place, in my opinion, to work. So if you have any questions about VIP Mortgage as an LO, or if you are a consumer and you're looking for a mortgage, you can reach out to me on social media, or you can reach out to anybody else that you may know at VIP Mortgage. And our website is VIPMTGINC.com. Welcome back, everybody, to Real Talk with Ryan Madrid. That's way better, by the way. Uh, <laughs> all right, so first of all, I want to thank Trisha Madrid, my sister over here, helping us again with the social media and the production of Real Talk. And Dylan, back here on the engineering, podcast engineering. Uh, today, we have a special guest, my friend from North & Co. Um, he is a realtor and a developer that... This is new, so I'd like to say that for you, uh, my buddy Alex Smith. Um, so we usually just jump right into it, but we've started this new thing where we did rapid fire questions. We used to do them at the end, so now we're trying it at the beginning, middle, and maybe at the end as well. So you know, we listen, we switch it up all the time. So, Trisha, why don't you give a, the first rapid fire question and uh, let it rip? All right, Alex, you ready? I I, I guess yeah. <laughs> Go That's for it. Ready as you're gonna be. Uh, where is your happy place? Oh. Yeah, I can answer the mountain. You. Yeah, the mountain for what sure. Do, what do you do on the mountain? Snowboard. Yeah, it's like get to the top of the mountain, especially like that first time of the year, and it's like the weight is lifted off my shoulders, and I just can breathe, and everything's good. Yeah. Any particular mountain? Like, what's your favorite place? Oh, dude. Um, it changes every year. It really changes every year. Depending, Where did you guys go on. this last season? We went to Jackson Hole. Jackson Hole, yeah, that's right. It was, that was yeah. one of the best trips that I've ever been on. It was, the snow was so sick. And it it's was, just very, it's unbelievably like just beautiful. Oh, it was gorgeous. And was who was awesome. on that trip with you guys? Brian North, Kent Nielsen, ben, Chad Smith. Ben Ashley. Ben Ashley. Chad it. Smith and Kent Nielsen of VIP Mortgage. Yes. So like everybody in the industry, basically, right? Either yeah, but mortgage this, it's real weird. Estate? It's like, yeah, I guess. But <laughs> totally. But yeah, I'm not sure that like really all work together though. Like no, you know, we're all really. in different areas. Totally. Just yeah, just it's, I think it's just it's just we've been doing it for so long now. It's just 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 buddies. Yeah, like no business talked, just zero. <laughs> just out to have a good time. Probably should yeah. actually <laughs> maybe. Unproductive. But what we've learned, I think, is that we, uh, our relationship that it really does, there is business that happens. For sure. But it only happens because we don't talk about it. And right. it's, things just organically happen. Stuart and I were talking together just today, actually, this morning for breakfast. Like, why aren't we doing more business with Ben? <laughs> he's like, totally. dude, Ben, he's like, Ben is like literally probably one of the, my favorite people that I've met since met from you. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I don't know why we don't do it. We really should. To me and ben, Sorry, Ben. We're going to start doing sending some business. Me and Ben over. talk about it. Like, dude, we need to do business. Right. And what is, yeah, we what should. is Ben He's the do? VP for uh, Grand Canyon Grand Title. Grand Canyon Title. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, 
it's tough. There's just so many good people in this, in this business. And ben, then, I love you. Business coming your way. Yes, ditto. Um, so one of the reasons why we wanted to get you on here today is because we, I, I know your story and I've seen it kind of happen. And I think that I'm only one of a few people probably because I think I was there kind of when you had a moment of like, I need to pivot a little bit. So I wish I knew the date, but I can tell you that it was probably about two and a half years ago. I walked into the Henry for lunch, like I do all the time. And you're sitting there with your backpack and you're on the long table and you're just like, you can just see like this like total frustration and like just downer, right? Yeah. And you're like, dude, like, what are you guys doing? You know, and I just don't know if I want to do this anymore. Because at this time you were just basically just, you weren't doing a lot of like development side no, or wholesale uh, stuff. No. You were just doing straight, just selling houses, buying regular, and selling it. Yeah, it's regular, just regular realtor. Real estate, yeah. Yep. And you were trying to figure out, well, basically just like, I don't know if I can do this anymore. Yeah. Like I, you were literally even sent, talking about taking a job, doing something different. Yeah. And you're like, I don't know, maybe I want to get into the development side and, and, then, um, I don't know, maybe the next time I saw you, you, the trajectory had like gone from like zero to a hundred, like real quick. I mean, like it was like a spike yeah. and you had started doing, you started getting personal development to get on that side, right? And you, you started the 75 day hard, yeah. right? 75 hard. 75 yeah. hard. 75 yeah. hard. Yeah. Okay. Which I still don't know what that is really, but I know you look great and you feel good. So, um, but obviously it, it's, I know other people talk about it. I've seen like, it's obviously works for a lot of people, but let's talk a little bit about what happened that to like make you go in that direction. And like, because stuff wasn't good. Yeah, like, for sure. In every no aspect doubt. of your life. Yeah. I mean, you didn't look like that, by the way. Your, your marriage wasn't all that great. She was mad at you. <laughs> True. Um, there was just some, I mean, you just weren't there. And yeah, it seems it, like you I went, wasn't playing all out. No. And now you're like, in every aspect of your life, you're like completely freaking, you know, checked all the way in. Yeah. So let's talk about 75 Hard. Yeah. So 75 Hard is a program uh, developed by Andy Frazella. He's the founder of First Form uh, Nutrition uh, out of St. Louis. Um, <clears throat> fell onto his podcast, uh, the MF CEO project, um, probably about, oh, just over two years ago. Um, and coincidentally, the first podcast I listened to was the 75 hard. He had just made it up. Right. So, um, I listened to it and I like get chills. Like I, I felt like I needed to do it, but I couldn't step into it because it involved not drinking for 75 days and making all these commitments to myself that I clearly wasn't ready to make, mm -hmm. but I wanted to. Um, so I'm like, you know, we've got this thing in two weeks and we've got this thing in three weeks. Like I can't commit to it yet. And <clears throat> so I kept listening to his podcast and, and my let and a few other guys. I just got on the podcast train. And I was in just a low spot. Like we, I was working really hard in so many different directions, trying to grab business and not let it like organically come to me. Um, and so I was, I was doing a ton of, uh, of lead calls and open houses and stuff that like doesn't totally resonate with me, um, or what I'm really good at. Um, so Anyways, 75 hard, 
I listen to it over like I keep listening to the podcast. I'm like, I got it. Like, I got to do this. Like I got I, uh, for lack of a better word, I got to stop being a bitch and just man up and do it. Right. Yeah. So finally, uh, May, May, May 2nd, 3rd, we had like a golf tournament and then another party the next night I wake up on May 4th and I'm like, fuck it. I'm, I'm doing it. Like uh, I'm doing 75 hours like starting shit. today. You're just like, totally. Oh, yeah. Looked at myself in the mirror. Like my face is blown up. I'm like, dude, I, I, I need to go in a different direction. So, um, I started that day and, um, what is it exactly? So 75 hard, um, no drinking, no, uh, be on a diet of some sort. You pick the diet, no cheat meals, um, a gallon of water a day two workouts a day, 45 minutes each. One of them must be outside. Every day, uh, seven days every a week. Every day. Oh, that um, makes sense. I guess seven days. Yeah. Um, read 10 pages a day. Um, I think I got them all. Yeah. Did you do all those And then those I journaled things? every day too. Did you ever miss a day? No. If you miss a day, you miss any, oh, and take a progress picture. If you miss any element in any day, you have to start over. It's wow. like Alcoholics Anonymous. When you totally. like fall off the wagon, you have yeah. to start with the day one chip. Yes. Totally. Holy cow. Yeah. So um, fast forward 75 days. <clears throat> Actually, in that, like you get shit gets quiet because you're just like, I, I had nothing to focus on but 75 hard, my family and my business. Like there, there was nothing. There's no time to go out and do stuff. You don't really want to go to get togethers or anything because you're not drinking. Like, right. and I, I hadn't gotten to the point where I could go and do stuff without like wanting to partake mm-hmm. until I was about midway through. Then I was like, dude, I'm just not drinking at school. Mm-hmm. Like I'm doing me. Um, but I learned a ton about myself and had a lot of, I don't want to say dark moments, but like moments where I got so introspective that I would just start crying like mm-hmm. out of nowhere. And you learn a lot in that space about yourself and about the things of your past and like, why, why did I do that? And why? So it got me to get really real with myself. And then that starts to get you to level up, right? Wow. And start doing things at 100% going full out. Um, so during that time, I made some really good relationships in the development side. Um, started doing acquisitions, all of uh, a Phoenix area-based builders acquisitions, um, started getting, uh, Leslie was really out grinding, knocking on doors. Um, you know, dumpster so she'd, she'd already started with, oh, yeah, with, okay. For sure. yeah, we, remember. we had worked together already for like okay. a year and a half prior to this. Oh, okay. We were having a hard time finding a way to mesh. Right. right? Cause I had already been in the business. She yeah. was learning the business. She was looking for advice and I wasn't giving her the right advice for what she needed. Mm-hmm. And finally, like when I started 75 hard, she was like, okay, I'm going to go in my direction and try what I think might work. And it really worked. Like she, she yeah, she's a killer. Taking off. She's, she's a killer. She's a freaking killer. <laughs> yeah. She is. Yeah. Legit. Yeah. Like she has a no, so, um, no call reluctancy. We no, call that. Not, no <laughs> call reluctancy. She will talk to a wall. Yeah. Like legit. And so that tends to lead to success. Right. Totally. <laughs> yeah. So she like, in she a really, reels them in and yeah. I close them. Right. Yeah. So. Um, Spouses that sell houses. You got it. When yeah. did that come yes. into play, by the way? Ah. <laughs> um, you ever watch Modern Family? Yeah. Phil Dumphy. 
So he said it one time in an episode. Oh, really? Even the spouses that sold houses couldn't sell this place. And it was <laughs> like we looked at each other and we were like, oh my gosh, we got to use that. Yeah. And it's stuck. That's so, awesome. Um, yeah. So um, I got through 75 hard. Literally in, in the process of going through 75 hard, we started getting a lot of momentum. And then um, I'd say um, I got through it. I took like a two and a half week gap, excuse me. And, uh, Leslie was like, I want to do 75 hard. And I was like, I'll do it with you. So I picked up and did it again for another 75 days. So inside of five and a half months, mm-hmm. I basically was doing 75 hard for most of that. And, uh, by the end of that time, October 17th, 2019, um, we were cruising like stuff had just now market market wasn't probably any different in October than it had been the previous spring. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just starting to it kind was just of starting that. to churn. Yeah. Right. Um, but we created the relationships yep. that got us going that way. Right. Do you think that you were spending more time because you weren't drinking you and, and you were spending more time on your body and just like your mind that you were, at sporting events, right? Your kids' school stuff, and that was leading to you having more conversations. For sure. Because, okay. Because no you weren't out like at the Henry Party with me. And, yeah. <laughs> After, <laughs> afternoon happy hours, right. all the stuff, right? Yeah. So I'd take that time mm-hmm. and I'd dedicate it to more market knowledge, more yeah. of whatever, right? I've always been kind of a data mm-hmm. freak when it comes to like our specific market. Right. You were learning and like you, and you were journaling and you just becoming a better person. And Brian was pretty much not drinking at that time too for yeah, a different reason. For right? sure. But just like he just decided not to. Yeah. So I guess when you're, you know, it makes it easier when you have people around you kind of motivating you as well. Totally. And it helps. And obviously yeah. when you and Leslie are doing it together, I mean, that makes it way easier because when you come home at night, one doesn't pour a glass of wine and totally. the other one goes. Totally. Uh, but I remember you telling me one time, they're like, dude, because I took like a little break myself because I had, I had to do a physical. Sick, right? No, I had to do a physical. Yeah. Um, for a, for a, for life insurance, and so I couldn't drink for yeah. thirty days. Yeah. And you're like, dude, just wait. I'm like, I can't remember. It's like day fifteen, dude. Like, it's it's gonna be like you know, the world's gonna open up to you, right? But it it did in a way that like. I've never been more productive, uh-huh. right? But it's so hard for me to wrap my head, my head around it because I do like, that's, that's my job, yeah. right? Is to socialize. <laughs> and I don't have the discipline to not do go out and right. do that um, because it's fun. Totally. Right? But I do look at like you and some other people I know that have gone that direction and I always did the same thing that you were just talking about. Well, I got this going on and then I got this going. Like I'm going to Austin this weekend, right? And then two weeks I'm going to Costa Rica and then I get back, I'm going to Coeur d'Alene. Your life sucks, right? And everybody has- But no, but it's great. I love my life. But I look at that though too and be like, man, I, God, I'm tired. You know, it's like, I do know and understand this just in that short period of time, the amount of stuff that I got done. Dude, the productivity and the clarity. unbelievable. The clarity is the big thing yeah. for me, right? Yeah. Just being super, and I had to get super clear on what I wanted Yeah. in order to, in order to just get through 75 hard, just yeah. to do it, right? <clears throat> But until you get real and you like really make those commitments to yourself and you keep them, one, you don't know what you're capable of. 
And two, you'll always be giving up on yourself, right? Yeah. So, oh, I, I didn't make it past day 42. Well, you gave up on yourself. Yeah. Did you start again? No. Why? Yeah. Uh, d- d- it was really hard. Well, fuck, yeah, it was hard. You think it was easy <laughs> to right. do that? Right. Like, but good things come out of hard things, right? Right. Do, like, doing hard stuff makes you better. Right. Period. Right. Plain and simple. Do you think that you need to be, well, let's even fast forward. So you were just at a conference with with the guy who started it. Andy Frazella. Frazella and Ed Milet, yeah. right? And you met a ton of people there. So you probably heard a lot of different stories of why people got into 75 hard. For sure. Do you think that most of those people were at a struggling point or were a lot of those people just, they were flying anyways and they're like, dude, this is just awesome. Uh, I think, I, I think you've got a good contingent of both. You got people yeah. who uh, are like, I'm doing good, but I want to be great. Yeah. And I want to level up. Yeah. And then you've got the people who are going through challenges in their life. And you know, that's, that's the pivot to Mm -hmm. get through the challenges and break through barriers right i mean those things are um they're they're not cheap right they're very expensive yeah but i know like a huge part of it because i've done some of those before too and they're they're very expensive and you even throw the objection is like i don't know if it's a good time right now financially they're like dude find the money there's no better time go find the money go ask your friends go ask your family Mm -hmm. you if you think you should be at those events then you should do it but you know, there's always a flip side, right? It's a if big marketing gonna, game if too, bro. If you're going to put it to work, if you're right. not going to put what right. what is there and available to you to to, to work, right. don't bother. Right. So there, I mean, there are a lot of those those conferences, so to speak, that are just bullshit, right? Totally. And and it's just a way to, for you to come and you just they'll sell you like their system, basically. Right. Totally. And, but like you said, you need to implement a system. So the 75 day hard or 75 hard, sorry. <clears throat> that one seems to be like when you have like your, your mind and body involved in it, you really can't cheat lie. No, everybody knows if you're really doing the project or not. They don't know totally. if you're like knocking door knocking or whatever it is. Right. This is like, you have to take pictures of yourself every day. You obviously are, have to prove the fact that you're doing it. And everybody right. knows if you're not doing it, there's accountability in it. Um, so this is a real deal that's obviously working. And you went to this deal. There was 150 people there. Yeah. Right. Spending a shit ton of money to go. Yeah. Um, and I asked you previously, you know, what you th- we thought of it. And you're like, it was unbelievable. Yeah. So like explain to us what was unbelievable about it. Like what would you get? Out so of it? I'm a part of Arate Syndicate. Arate. Um, A-R-E-T-E. Arate. It's it, Greek for excellence. Excellence. Yes. I already knew that. Yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally. Because you told me earlier. Yes. Right. Um, so I joined. And that's what, hold on. So, and that's just something you pay like a monthly fee to be in. Pay a monthly like fee a, to be in. Like a syndicate yep. or some sort. Yep. Okay. It's been around for about four years. How many people are in it? Um, in total, I believe there's like 1,100 people. Okay. That are in it. Um, they do a weekly coaching call. Um, and uh, it, the information's been really valuable. It's it's for business owners. Yeah. Right. So, um, you know, you hear direct from Ed Milet and Andy Frazella on the calls and sometimes they'll have guests, mm-hmm. um, but the information's phenomenal. Um, and I've learned a ton from it. And going to the conference was, you know, it it's what they call a summit. Not really, it's not really a conference, um, but you get to go and see like, go, we went to First Form, which is in St. Louis and it's 
what Andy Frizzella has built. And it's, dude, this place is unbelievable. It's, it is world-class, like rivals or beats NFL facilities. Really? Oh my gosh, man. The gym, every single thing he's big on, you know, picking up the trash everywhere you go, no matter if he's in the streets or at somebody's house, wherever. So the place is spotless. Like he's such a stickler that if the weights in the gym aren't put back with the emblems being directly upright, you're kicked out of the gym for 90 days. Jeez. Like he's, he's like, but he sets the precedent, right? Right. right. Because he's OCD. You manage what you tolerate. Right. So anyways, he is OCD for sure. Yeah. But it's also setting that precedent. But his company is a supplement company, it's right? A supplement company. So he has a gym there for the employees? Yes. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That's just for the employees. And he, you know, they sponsor athletes and mm-hmm. stuff. So, um, but the atmosphere is ridiculous. And they have this auditorium that we sat in. And it was, I mean, it was like a university auditorium on steroids. It was far nicer. So you go in and you're like, like he started with one supplement store where he was making no money and then built that slowly over 10 years to 10 supplement stores and then was like why don't we just make our own crap and then now he's built it to a multi-billion dollar company what's the name of the product consumer first form first form f-o-r-m p-h oh P-H-O-R-M. P-H-O-R-M, yeah first form and they sell that where i'm just like one-stop nutrition's everywhere no it's actually direct to consume oh, wow. online yeah so <laughs> all dtc wow yeah. smart guy smart yeah, yeah. good for him and margins are a little better yeah yeah <clears throat> yeah so um but you know so while you're there so do you yeah. guys have like breakout sessions like you yeah. guys sit and get in groups and you talk about certain topics like what like or is it just like speaker after speaker after speaker so it was mostly speaker stuff um You'd have most, most of the day was in the auditorium and then you go back to the hotel, do some networking. Then we'd have a dinner where there was more networking. That's where a lot of the networking was done was at lunch and dinner. So was that your intent to go? Was that just to network? Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Cause you were already in the system. You're already like doing the, the, the weekly calls and and you're already in the group. And so you've already done 75 hard through doing twice. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing too. You you still don't really drink anymore. I mean, yeah, you I mean, you'll have beers here and yeah. there and stuff, but nothing like you know. You know, it's not like you're out like socializing like you used to, anyways, right? But that's it has to do with the fact that you're extremely busy with work, totally, and you got two boys that are extremely active as yep. well. So and a daughter and a daughter. Forgot about that. God, do you really? Yeah. How did I not know that? Come on, forgot about that. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So you got a lot going on in your yeah. life, but. This kind of, I mean, obviously, timing or whatever kind of sets you up for a really good, like, tr- set the trajectory for, totally. for you to be in a good spot to handle all the crap that you got going on right yeah. now, which is all positive stuff. So from a real estate side of things, how much of your business is just, like, development? How much is stuff's doing wholesale? How much are you guys? Because it's, it's, it's a mixed bag, man. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, you know, we've got regular, regular resale real estate. I've done a couple of good size wholesale deals this year. Um, and then I have six. Some water. Guys. Sorry. My allergies are killing me. 
We have uh, 75 hard didn't cure allergies. No, no, oh, it doesn't okay. do that. Doesn't no. just do ev- oh, it doesn't no. do everything. Okay. 75 hard might be, <laughs> might be hurting me right now. <clears throat> Cause you're still basically, you're in it right now yeah. again. Yeah. Jeez. Again. Yeah. Is this your, th- is this your third time? Third time. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Jeez, man. So what mm-hmm. motivates you this time then? All the, all the stuff. You're just like, I got to do it. So you just got back from the, from the just summit. Got back and you're like, and I'm doing it. You're just like, you super it motivated. Was, it guy. was basically a point where I was like, I got back and I was like, dude, I, I need to just get like level up again. Cause yeah. we have so much going right now that, right. um, you gotta stay focused. Me, me and my partner have 62 units in some form of development right now on three different projects doing capital raises and stuff. And I need to be super on. So, so those are like, like apartment type stuff or yeah, single, single family attached product. Yeah. 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 Throughout on in the East Valley and downtown Phoenix. So you had a really cool project that you closed on just before we went to, well, really cool deal that you just closed on just before we left for- Yeah, the for, baseline deal. Yeah. Yeah. For our trip. And um, that was at a condo complex that you guys you guys had the land and yeah, the actual design yeah. and you flipped it before it. you even even, yeah, you tiled it and yeah. flipped it before you even freaking got broke ground yeah. for a nice chunk of yeah. commissions. We did, we did well. Yeah. yeah. So those are, I mean, those are the type of things that didn't, <laughs> weren't falling for you before. Uh, no, no. Yeah. And I didn't really. So how did you learn about that sort of like, like, like how did that even, I know you used to be in the construction business way back when, yeah. but like, how did that even Two come to place? Things. Because this is like big money yeah. stuff. Like how did this happen? Um, Literally had an opportunity brought to us, me and my partner, Andy. And uh, it was like, okay, we'll, we'll how much money do we need to put up? What exactly do we need to do? Yeah. And uh, so we put the money up, got it in escrow. We we're like, all right, I guess we got to raise funds and then figure out how to get it through entitlement. And so we put a group together and got it closed. And then um, it was really just a learning process right. going. We got the right lawyer to get us through the baseline overlay district, which is probably the most difficult place to develop in, in Phoenix, um, to get us through there. And then, um, you know, put a, put a good little team together to get our site plan together and everything and found the right buyer, uh, into last year. And so we closed on that in February and sold it entitled with preliminary site plan approval and then we, in that time, we tied up another one and we're, we're going to be going vertical within a month on that one in downtown Phoenix. And then we're going through variances on another so one. How'd you find that? So how'd you find those two deals off market? Like just found the dirt just, and you're like, let's see if we can do it here. Yeah. So someone brought it to you or did you find it yourself? Some, uh, an agent brought it to us, um, just from, you know, you put it out in the universe and you yeah. tell enough people and stuff right. comes to you. Right. Yep. So that's basically what happened. Um, and then we learned about an adjacent parcel yep. to our development and we hounded the guy and hounded him and hounded him and hounded him. And finally I met with him and it took about six months for him, six weeks for him to sign a contract. But that one's Would you just buy a house. Uh, no, it's actually three parcels that they, oh. they had already, they were going to do they, something with it. They, they were going to go do something with it. And he's heavily involved in another um, in another city. Uh-huh. And he's focused there right now. So 
we're under contract on that one. And then we have another one in Mesa that we're doing. That's 36 units. That's we're raising capital for right now. And yeah, it's amazing to that. We had Templeton Walker on here too. Dude, love temp. He's the He's greatest. So awesome. <laughs> yeah. I, so I, I dude, I, I've been an, a big fan of his for a long time. I reached out to him and I was like, Hey man, um, this was during COVID and yeah. stuff. And I was like, I'd love when stuff gets like, let's just set up a zoom. We got on zoom and dude, we, we ended up just like rapping for like two hours. Yeah. And it was like, dude, we, we got to get off. Like <laughs> we could go forever. Yeah. Um, cause a lot of similarities and some of totally. the stuff we do. And, uh, and he do, he goes to the same sort of like, yeah. and we were talking about that day. Like he has, he, he has, reminds me a little bit of Brian mm -hmm. with like, he, he, he has a lot of like, I went like, I need to fix myself yes. all the time. Totally. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, even though they're both doing really well, <laughs> right. but you know, so they do. And then, they, but they both thrive. Right. Right. And, and they're searchers. Yeah. They're yes. searchers and they seem to find it though. Right. But Templeton man like it's very similar it's like you said you put it out in, in into the universe and and the guy just like hey i need a house today a house a day yeah a house, house a day, a day. I'm buying a house a day yeah and bring but, me your deals uh, but dude all i want to do is give is find deals for him totally <laughs> yeah, right like, it's like love that. the guy i want him to win so yeah. bad great energy dude just a super good, Such dude. A good dude but that's it's just i think one of the things that that people you know can listen to this podcast or his podcast and kind of figure out is like dude there's so many ways to make money oh my gosh man and, and especially, especially in this, in this like, business people dude. think like oh i'm gonna be a realtor <clears throat> dude well what Why? kind but do you is that really what you want to do right or do you just enjoy real estate because there's other avenues you can go and not be a realtor but you can ignore you can do like you guys do and do four different versions of it totally right yeah and you know he's a full-blown wholesale guy but he's still got a brokerage yep you know, and he does fix and flips. Uh -huh. Guess what? You know, I'm sure he has multi-housing, you know, multi-family housing. He's right. working on it. Right. So After we talk. Like, you know, <laughs> it's just like, I don't know, man. I get inspired by it too because uh, it's, it's, there's so many different like ventures you can take. Like the avenue of like your career, so to speak, you know, like Stuart and I say all the time, it's like, yeah, we do mortgages to create money to do other stuff. Other stuff. Yeah. Right. Um, we love our career. We love what we do, but there's also just so many other things you could be doing, yeah. um, that might be more fulfilling. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, for me, like even, even just doing this podcast alone, like it like breaks up my week for me. Yeah. I just, I like doing it. It's, you know, whatever we get it. And I think we do get a return on investment on it for sure. Cause people, I mean, people that we didn't really do business with have reached out plenty yeah. to just. You know, and then it's fun to come and have a conversation with your friends and Absolutely. other people can, and people always figure every single person that's been on here, they, people think they know them, but they don't really know them. Right. Right. They didn't know that you, you know, what you, why you did 75 hard or, right. you know, they don't know. Just yeah. your only good friends know. Totally. But That's from where the magic happens, right. you know, because so, like, because somebody knows you or knows your name or knows your wife. Right. They're, um attracted you know to the show but they don't really know you until they hear this right and, and we'll get messages after this release mm -hmm. and you will too yeah they're like oh wow i didn't know that I didn't know. because dude oh they see 
you know, two beautiful people walking on a little video about you know, in the house and like, oh my God, they're fairy tale. This is perfect. How the hell did they, then? little did they know, you know, it's like, yeah. they're normal. Yeah. Shit ain't that great all the time. Dude. And you, there's struggles and ups and downs and episodes in your life too. And, and, uh, you know, you did what you needed to do, but it takes such discipline dude. and very few people have it. Yeah. But you're like the freak. You want to? I want to ask a rapid fire question because okay. it kind of speaks to that. Yeah, go for like it. Like the little kid in the yeah, yeah, yeah. corner of the classroom. Um, so you said the word discipline, which made me think of this particular question. Yeah. What is the first thing you do when you get up in the morning? Because I'm assuming you're Brush a very routine, regimented, yeah. structured type of guy, right? Yeah. So like, give me your first two hours of your day. What does it look like? Yeah. Uh, I get out of bed. I brush my teeth first thing, always. Go to the kitchen, make myself a drink that has greens and zip fizz in it. I drink that down. And then uh, I usually, um, I'll usually hop on my computer, which is probably not the best thing for me, and check my emails from the night before. And this is at what, 3.30 in the morning? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Like 5, 5.30. Yeah. Um, and then depending on the day, because Leslie sometimes goes and works out early and sometimes I go and work out early. So depending on what day it is, because we skip, we change off on who takes kids to school or camp or yeah, whatever right. time of the year. So um, it kind of depends. Um, but if I'm not like working by 830-ish, I my brain starts to go like crazy because i feel like i'm so far behind in my day already so if you don't work out in the morning do you work out in the afternoon no okay so you pretty much work out so i work out it just depends on if, if, if i if, if i go at 5 30 or, or if i go at seven okay right gotcha yeah or 7 30 at body yeah so he's got like you're talking about like discipline and routines he walked in with his this thing right here of apple a cliff bar protein bar okay a protein bar mixed in no just oh, he oh, had an separate. apple in his hand oh i thought you were saying a protein bar okay and his water or whatever green juice or something but like even when we're on the mountain like he's the only one that has a backpack and it doesn't it has fruit and vegetables <laughs> no vegetables okay but fruits and, and 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 power bars and just like anything that's just like and it's just so it doesn't matter if we've been a trick to snowball if we're in the freaking you know in wyoming it's like he's always got like this little package that he's created it's me anxiety not to so and i've asked you this in the car before too i'm like dude what it's like he's like the, the night before it's all ready to go and his bag everything's just like everything's just perfect right but that's that's you regardless of how your life's going you're probably like that anyways but yeah. but you said you were like that as a kid even like you yeah just, totally. you had all your stuff yeah. organized and structured oh yeah for sure until i got my license and like things <laughs> kind of went crazy for a little bit because you just are never home anymore um but yeah but i would say like in my 18 to 21 too wasn't yeah. quite like that yeah it was a little scattered yeah yeah well, that's okay i worked had a job like worked like from a young age yeah i didn't go to college i started working construction 10 days out of high school working 84 plus hours a week like this is in grinding. seattle uh i actually 
traveled outside of Seattle. I went to uh, Louisiana, Mississippi um, to work. My dad was running a job out there. And so I went out there to work because I hadn't made a decision on what I was going to yeah. do. And he's like, you should come to work. I'm like, <laughs> okay. What does it pay? Right. Coming to work. Okay. So made a bunch of money and just was like, oh, okay. Like I make good money. I'm going to keep doing this. And my dad had always been in construction and he was like, don't do what I did. And yeah. I didn't listen for a while. And you know, I just, for 14 years, I was in construction, just working my way up, working my way up. And I finally got to like a project manager, construction manager position and thought that's like where I wanted to be and get into executive. And finally I was like, I hate this. I don't want to do this. Like I, I need, I need something else. I was it because of the else. autonomy in life? You just wanted to do your own thing or yeah. just, it was like the day to day. I really wanted yeah. to do my own thing. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to be, uh, I, I wanted to be an astronaut. <laughs> no, no, oh, okay. no. Uh, I, I, I wanted to be able to make whatever I wanted to happen, happen in my life. And yeah. I knew that path wasn't going to get me there. So I decided to, get into it was literally like a, de a decision within a day i was gonna get into real estate i was like i'm just gonna get into real estate I, this guy <laughs> can do it that guy can do it right. i can do it yeah so i did yep everybody thinks they can do it <laughs> but they don't know how hard it is Dude, to do it it was so hard yeah like 2014 got i got yeah. in like just getting people in the car from an open house was so hard right so tough people were still talking you know crash and bubble and and th things are getting pretty up, pretty pricey here in right. Arcadia like shit <laughs> give me a break <laughs> yeah, they didn't know. that's a good uh, that's, I wish I would have bought a whole bunch of stuff in 2014 well that's a good little segue actually <laughs> so just I think this is like just kind of wrap this up right now you guys are thriving heavily yeah um but not everybody is and yeah. and for you know Everybody that's probably going to be watching this that lives here, we hope people outside of Arizona too, but probably not. Um, I mean, the, the the market's absolutely insane, Crazy. no matter what part of town you're in. Yeah. I mean, you can be in Litchfield Park, and yeah. I mean, your houses are going for a million dollars, right? Um, <clears throat> but in your neighborhood, I mean, it's going for, it's, can I nice. tell you about my story with your your, your house? For sure, okay. yeah. So I was like, maybe I wanted to buy the house next door that you were going to move into that yeah. one of our other friends owned yeah. and he was scraping both. Yeah. He was building yours first. And when I first started talking to you about it, we were like, it was one three. Yeah. Right. Okay. I remember, and I kept like kind of going, dude, what's going on with the house? And, hey, you know, months. Hey, what's going on the house? You're like, yeah. And I was like, it's not going to be one three anymore. And you're like, nah, I don't think he's, I don't think he'll do it for that. Like you're my friend and everything, but like <laughs> not not hundreds of thousands of dollars friend yeah so now that house is under construction yep it may go for how much um, i mean it done complete what do you think it would go for like realistic expectation if it was done today and we had a buyer one eight one eight five yeah for 3150 square yeah. feet yeah five hundred thousand dollars more than we talked about this and this was what a year yeah. eight months ago eight, month, yeah. eight months ago september october yeah yeah so i mean that is just absolutely insane it's nuts man it's, it's crazy. nuts yeah so what do you think why do you think the 
is it relationships is the reason why people are successful? The ones that are, the ones that are killing it in Arcadia sure. and then the ones that are just, so the same, those other people are struggling. They have, a, they might have a hundred buyers with the prequel out, but they're not selling. Nothing's happening because they're not winning deals. It's relationships and plain hard work. Yeah. And knowing how to strategically get yeah. that person who you think might sell yeah. to sell. Yeah. Right. So I'll tell one last story before we wrap this thing up there. And, and because this happened on our trip, you were on the phone with one of our other agents that we work with heavily and another one of our friends. And one of you had a, had a, had a property that was going to come to market. Either one of you, either you called him or he called you. This was happening on the chairlift, by the way. Basically, I'm going to say it was you because I, I think it was. You had a house that was going to go for sale. You called our other friend that doesn't work for North and Go and said, do you have a buyer? He says, yes. Okay, cool. We'll do that. And we're like, dude, are you kidding me? Like, this is what, but this is why it works so well for, for people that don't think that having a good personality and you don't play well with others does not work because you guys oh, dude. don't work for the same brokerage. Your buddies, you both kill it in the same area. You can just pick up the phone and call each other and be like, hey, dude, I got this. I know you got a buyer. Let's do a deal. Totally. Bypassing all the stuff. That Didn't you have that same experience in Mexico with Brian and Robin? Another deal that went down similar to that with Tucker? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you're like the, you know, and magic yours bullet. Tucker's. <laughs> yeah. Oh, was it really? Yeah. Shout out to Tucker, Tucker Blaylock. Blaylock. killing Broke the game. Talk. Just killing the game. Uh, Same Tucker. thing happened on the patio at my, uh, in La, yeah, Las Palmas yeah. with Robin and Brian. Brian just was like on the phone with Tucker and dude, they broke. I don't know. It might have been awesome. the other way around though. But dude, that's, you know, a great example of like, you know, Tucker work, plays well with others yep. now. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And yeah. dude, but the guy's just, just, but he's very similar to you. Very structured. Uh, very, he's he, 75 hard without even, even doing more. 75 dude, hard. He's he, born he's, 75 hard. 100%. Like, like that totally. dude doesn't, like he lives and breathes just structure. structure. Yeah. And, he's more structured than I, like yeah. naturally. Yeah. He's naturally structured. For me, it takes massive discipline for me to like yeah. get there. Yeah, yep. on he, a day to day basis. Yeah. So, I like to just run hard through stuff. Yeah, right. Yep, and it, and you have the discipline to do it where most people don't. It's pulling the trigger for the first time. That's it. I, yeah, and once you do it, you're like, oh, that wasn't that bad. Right. Let's do it again. And see, or well, what can I know. do now? <laughs> I ever did. <laughs> I should do it. Trisha, do you have any um, more rapid fire questions you want to ask? Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. You get a little, a like, little. I yeah. Some, I don't I know why it all of a sudden too. started, but um, it's actually not a rapid fire question, but it's one that I I really wanted to ask you about because yes. it's like kind of in my Shoot. wheelhouse. Your um, well, your social media and specifically your video work. Yes. Videos, everything. We all we all know that, right? Yeah. Um, yours are charming. I mean, they're not just like good marketing pieces, but they're so like. Like Ryan said, that you guys appear. You call them like, at Disneyland. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Did what, what motivated you? That way. I don't know. What motivated you to to incorporate more video into your your marketing? Oh, you have to. Right, but did so, <laughs> did you wake up one day yeah. and was like, okay, Literally. I've got to do this? Yeah, I woke up one day and I was like, 
or I was watching something. I can't, I can't remember, but the, the spark just went and I was like, I have to start incorporating video into everything. It's like logging your life. Right. Um, and I'm still not, not great about it. Like I should be on Instagram on stories five times a day. Well, we're going to get you to do one videoing here. <laughs> great. Awesome. Um, cause I need to get into that routine. Cause once you make it routine, it's no big deal. Um, but being able to, um, that these things have given us this easy way of documenting our life. And if we're not taking advantage of that, we're being stupid. Like, great, live in the moment. Yeah, live in the moment and also document it for Did everybody they talk about for the that next the 30 years. They have done, Ed Milet has talked about it a yeah, whole bunch. Because he's yeah. like a maniac with. Huge, but yeah. dude, he's only been huge about it for like two years. Yeah. He didn't even barely know what a podcast was when he started his podcast. Yeah. That was only two and a half years ago. Wow. He has like 30 million But he's a big Tony Robbins guy, right? Um, yeah, he started going with Tony Robbins a long right. time ago. So he's a shoot yeah. off of that whole world. Yeah. But that's amazing though that he's, but he was, he was very wealthy before the podcast, obviously. Oh yeah. yeah I mean, he's filthy totally. rich. So he's been successful pretty much. You know, well networked. Very well networked. Like he's right? been very good at that. Because he has great guests on his show. I mean, Phenomenal. huge people. Dude, he's Actors, such a good podcaster. Athletes. So good. Goals, Ryan. Yeah, goals. Goals. All right, fine, Big everybody. Goals. Bullies. Um, yeah, no, so I I think I started watching him around the same time I started thinking about doing this. And he was one of the guys that I really I really thought was yeah. was awesome as well. So good. And then people seem to I mean he's just a big dude that just comes across as a really like nice guy. It's like totally. a teddy bear. Yeah. <laughs> he is. Dude, meet him in person and he's just, he's that guy. Really? Oh yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. well that's it, dude. Such back a good to dude. Just, just his personality, man. Yeah. It's infectious and people want to be there and they want to spend money to come see him and they want to totally. talk to him and and they'll be they'll be willing to come and, you know, sit at his house and do his podcasts, right? Totally. Man, it's good. So it's a motivating, this is like our first kind of personal development motivating mm -hmm. one. Um, obviously, Brian was kind of as well, but we haven't, we're going to have to redo that one. But it was a very, very good one. But I think it'd be better if we even when we do it now, because he's even, he's even evolved quite a bit since we did that. And what that? It was November. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Brian <laughs> I mean, constantly. Yeah, constantly going evolving. in another direction. Yeah, all right, so this actually all in a good direction leads to the last rapid fire question: yeah. Which author, mentor, or book has been the most influential in your life? Oh man! Um, so you read every day, right? Yeah. Um, Who's the guy that that you do all the stuff on Instagram stories? Like you do like an, almost every day, right? Like quotes and like yeah. Journal. What is so that? That's um, good effing design advice. Okay. Um, Dude, I love those. They're so, so is that awesome. I love those. No, <laughs> okay. I was I was turned on to that by by someone like okay, I don't know, a year and a half ago, and I just felt it was relevant. Like all of them are relevant to yeah. me, so I throw them up on my story. I take them out. I screenshot them. They're awesome. I, I do too. We have them saved. So good. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're so good. good. Um, but I would say um, "Relentless" by Tim Grover, probably um, the book that's been that resonates with me the most um because i'm not classically what he would call a cleaner but i like aspire to get there and be there um guys like michael jordan and kobe and Dwayne wade those cleaners right guys that are in the gym until midnight and then back at 3 30 a.m um yeah 
So yeah, um, but that's like when I take it to I don't the sports like level, <laughs> dude. I, I, it's too much. <laughs> it's too much. I like doing hard stuff. Yeah, like I, just, I don't know if I'm not doing something hard, I feel like I'm not. Yeah, like going through it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're you're obviously addicted to working out nowadays too, yeah, and it's like, it's, yeah. It's so do you thing. think since both you and your wife are into seventy five hard, and mm-hmm. obviously she's incredibly successful and probably disciplined as well yeah does that greatly affect the way you parent or you think that you i mean are your kids hardcore i mean no. I know they're little our kids our kids aren't quite hardcore yet my son want like my oldest son wants to be hardcore does he? <laughs> he does um but uh yeah like i think through through the years i hope that they like get really disciplined and realize through watching us be disciplined that those are the steps that you take to better yourself and you know the more you the better you become the more you will get out of life whatever that means Mm -hmm. whatever what are your definition definition right whether it's success in the area of life that that you work in or money or yeah whatever Um, yeah yeah but but now they're softies and nice. And <laughs> Parent, no, parenting is a whole nother deal. It's that's a whole nother challenge in and of itself. We know. Yeah. yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. yeah. Ten, eight, and six year olds. It does not get any easier when they're young adults. I believe it. I yeah. believe that. Hundred percent. Harder, maybe. Yeah. I used to be envious of empty nesters. And but then you I'm realize like, you're never going to be an empty nester. No. <laughs> like, it really never ever happens. Oh man. Stuff. Yeah. How did how did you decide to get out of the house, Dylan? <laughs> I wanted to leave. I, was, I, I moved out August after we graduated, so I was I was done. I was the one of my three siblings that was like, I need to get out. Yeah. Everyone else hung around for a while. I I I, I was the same way. I couldn't wait. And we had great parents. I, was and I had out. an awesome house. But I wanted to get I wanted to go do other fun stuff. Like the fact that like Kids don't want to do that. I had my own apartment with my buddy in August after I graduated in June. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, but I worked a ton. Yeah. I was never there. Right. Probably shouldn't have gotten it because I could have just stacked some cash. Yeah. If I would have been Got a it. little smarter. I feel like I do this all the time, so I'm not going to do it. But I, you, we had a conversation about this today. It's like, dude, this not, you don't want that. Like, <laughs> you, go to school. Go <laughs> yeah. to school. Yeah. If you, you, you you're the grind or, or, or find a trade if you have if you or have find a, a plan in another direction yeah awesome i don't think school is for everybody no i don't right? think I that either but but, but if do you have something the, yeah do something and if you have the opportunity and to that something isn't go work at a car wash like right go go have some direction right going and sharing you know an apartment with three of your buddies you know very cheaply in an, in an area you don't want to live in because that's all you can afford and you all work all the time is not that cool. No, especially no. yeah. Go yeah. Like you said, it's like I'm not saying you need to go find your like direction in life when you're 20, but when you're 24, maybe you're just like, okay, this is kind of where I want to go, and it could change five more times. Totally. But but you can have success every one of those steps. Dude, I I quit a job every year 
when I was in my 20s just because I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> yeah. And then I go get a, a lateral job somewhere yeah. else. Do you know how scared you're going to be? Do it again. Do you know how scared you're going to be if your kid does that <sighs> twice? It's very hard as a parent to remember that you're not that great. Yeah. <laughs> well, Templeton said that he... Didn't he say he had quit 37 jobs? Yeah, something like that. He's like, not employable. In his 20s. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. That guy. Yeah. I mean, just, 37, and he was proud of it because he learned something well, every awesome. time totally. about himself and what he did not want to but do. But he also said that he was definitely a disappointment. Like he came out, he was the big fish in a small pond coming out of like the outside of Grand Canyon. Right. And he was the superstar, the all, the all you know, player of the year in basketball went to college yeah. and, and then you know now he's trying to figure out his life and and he's not he did wasn't amounting to the things that people thought he was going to right and now he's astronomically well, now, look at now he's employing probably half the people that lived in that area yeah totally <laughs> you know including all his family and friends which is yeah. makes him awesome. even cooler it's so cool we so love cool Templeton. we start Clearly. a fan club yeah we love him okay so i just had another question pop into my head because i was thinking about the guests that yeah. you've had that are kind of of the yeah. same uh, mindset do you think that physical fitness is like a huge part of your success? Because the people we just named off, they're all like former athletes. They're, you know, people who work out consistently. It's very uncommon, at least in our little world here, where you've got wildly successful, especially younger successful people like your age and, and younger who aren't like gym rats or super hardcore yoga or CrossFit or whatever. I've never really considered what that, truly means but it's just for like our little circle it seems like if you're really successful in in the industry that we're in you're really good fit. at something right f something athletic yeah you're, you're probably really good at it if your body or feels work. good naturally your mind feels better um but it's also a past it's a, history of it totally everybody yeah. was I, I think even right now because not everybody's currently like in exceptional shape but right They've all kind of had a past it's of being, uh, being a star at something or being yeah. really, really good at something. And I think that's, yeah, that's it. It's the discipline that you probably had to go through when you're younger to, to figure it out. But you and Tucker are probably the most disciplined to physically that like they literally go to the gym every day. Yeah. Mostly everybody, all of us also are, are kind of, oh, and Bates. Austin Bates. I mean, dude, Bates is, <laughs> Definitely. Bates is another version that. of you guys. Too. You guys have a weight room <clears throat> here, don't you? Dude, he goes, Our gym's to, amazing. He goes to, like a, to the, I think he goes to like a CrossFit gym though yeah. every morning at like 4.30. Good for him. It's puts awesome. his dress clothes on, comes here and then works until eight at night. And makes a ton of money. <laughs> <laughs> Good for him. He kills it. God bless him. Another fantastic fan club guy. Um, great friends with Tucker as well <laughs> weird it's weird right yeah it's, you it's are who, who you surround yourself with man dude yeah. I'm telling Justin you Hodge Same another thing, one yeah. right yep another guy yeah I like I'm an addict when it comes to working out fitness like if I go a day without doing something active like a rest day I hate rest days they're like the bane of my existence so yeah, seventy five hard isn't like that terrible for me. You were already doing I it, just not twice a day, just not drinking. Except for shit, like now I'm getting to the point where it's eleven p.m. and I'm like, okay, I gotta go walk for forty five minutes. Like literally, me and Leslie started a walk at ten fifty last week because our day was just done. It's like, wow. okay, well, 
we got to do it because I'm not giving up now. Right. I'm on day four. So that's I what it is. So you're, so you're, so you're, I know we're trying to wrap this, but I have one more question. So two times, so two days, does that mean you might go work out and then at night, like you're saying, a, a walk's going to be. For sure. Okay. Anything active outside. For, and is there a time limit? 45 minutes. It has to be 45 minutes. At, at least. least 45 minutes. Yep. So you can take a 45 minute walk. Yep. And that counts. Yeah. That Something clears your mind, man. For sure. It's like one of the only times where me and Leslie get like 45 minutes to just rap. And like, it's really nice. Like there's sometimes where I'm like, we'll start walking. I'm like, I can't do this. We got to run. We got to go. Yeah. Start running. She's like, this is not what I signed up for today. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> come on. See ya. Let's go. I'll meet you later. <laughs> Cause I'll be, so you'll, yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. All right. Well, dude, thanks so much for coming, man. I Absolutely, think this is a really, really good me. one. Appreciate I'm it. happy that we got to do the, uh, you know, this, this personal development side of things a little bit. And then somebody that actually that is that's in it and does it and it's, is disciplined about it. Um, thank you, Trish. Thanks, Dylan. You're welcome. Thank you, Thanks, VIP guys. Mortgage, again, for allowing us to have this awesome room that we keep developing to make it look even nicer. Did you, sure. I, I had not seen that until I walked in today. Karen, Karen Bailey, Bailey, thank you so much. She did a really good job with awesome. this. She helps us. She got the TV hung. Now we just got to get some more curtains over here and some more rods. We're keeping that color, right? I, I for now we are still we're still debating on yes. that. And then we just need to finish and the wall. We're doing a neon sign right here. Nice. And I think we're good. We need to order the table for you guys too. By the way, that needs to get done. Yeah. I keep thinking about that, Dylan. At least you. It's off camera. No, I know, so but like bad, I'm just saying, from a nice. comfort level, you, right? She's like, <laughs> yeah, like, like a at kindergarten the kid table. She's in kindergarten <laughs> class. So here. It's, like, it's, a, it's a kindergarten desk. <laughs> well, yeah, that yeah. All right. Kinda. So, anyways, thanks again. Yeah, VIP, we really appreciate it. And uh, everybody, again, I keep saying this, but we need people to go to our YouTube channel and like and subscribe. Real talk with Ryan Madrid. Instagram, Facebook, we're on Spotify, we're on Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts. And too. Google Podcasts. Yep. Please, the only way this works for us is uh, for us to have people watch and because we have to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> and so anyways, it, it, we, we want more people involved in this because we think we're providing some great content. And so help us out. Tell your friends, share, like everybody. Alex, please. Of course. Yeah, I know you oh, will. Oh, I just thought of one thing, Ryan, what? that we talked about two episodes ago. The last question that you were saying you wanted to ask every guest. Oh, yeah. Thank you for doing that. You're welcome. This is why she's here. <laughs> That's I haven't done 25 hard yet, so my brain's a little cloudy. Um, <clears throat> so have you ever, uh, have you watched I Am Athlete, Brandon Marshall? You have watched, no. you have seen that podcast? No. Dude, that's like the best one on. What? Dude, it's the best. So okay. he has a whole I like a whole like facility kind of like you were talking about before yeah. for athletes and stuff. And then they started a podcast with Chad Johnson, um, Brandon Marshall, Fre uh, Fred Taylor. Awesome. And um, dude, I, was, I forget the guy. He was a linebacker for the Dolphins. Um, so all four of them and they have big time athletes and stuff, but it's called I Am Athlete. And, yeah. and Brandon Marshall was on All the Smoke. Yeah. Steven Jackson. I know that one. Okay, you know that one, right? <laughs> yeah, and um, Matt Barnes. Was it Matt Barnes? Barnes? Yeah, Barnes. Yeah. Um, what, 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 is the, what's, what is the Kwame Brown calling him? Oh, Betty God. with the Betty with the cute hair or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. His, oh, Kwame's gotten. Wow. Nuts, wow. So anyway, so Brandon Marshall was on their podcast, and they asked him, um, 
who should we have on next? Yeah. And so Brandon took it to their podcast and he's like, dude, I just stealing this. So yeah. uh, we steal this too. Uh, so who do you think that we should have on the show? Spot. Uh, dude, that's a good question. I don't know. I'm not prepared for this. I know. Sorry. We totally do this, this on you, but you can do, I mean, defer. Defer. Well, I'll tell you what. So originally we were going to, I asked him to do both him and Leslie. Uh-huh. And I still think that would be a really good one because for sure. Um, <clears throat> so I'll answer that for you. Your It'll wife. Be very di different. Yeah, yeah. And I think that because I don't know any really husband and wife teams out there. Mm -hmm. I don't know any, I don't think, but obviously that are doing what you guys are doing. Yeah. Um, and, and you're, you might have couples and stuff that are out there doing stuff. Sure. But you guys branding yourselves together. Yeah. Right. Which I think is really cool. And I would love to like talk about the, you know, the inner struggles of working together, obviously. There's a lot there. Right. And, sure. and what's the, you know, what's real and what's fake and what's, you know, the reality of it all. For sure. And obviously how, you know, it's the 75 hard and stuff helped you guys. It's just from like a relationship standpoint, yeah. your mental health. Yeah. Right. And physical. So Leslie, Smith, she's the, she's the one that Alex said. He he told me that earlier. He just was pretending he didn't know. <laughs> wink, Love wink. You, babe. <laughs> <Yeah>. Save. Oh, <laughs> uh, we're gonna cut that part out. No, no, scan. Um, all right. Thanks again, everybody. Please like and subscribe. Thanks, and we will uh, see you next time. Real talk is brought to you by Zunami. We all know that we should be doing more videos than we are doing. And one of the hesitations for myself is that I don't feel like I do a very good job filming them. Um, I get nervous about the way they're gonna look. And I am pretty sure that most people, people feel the same way as I do. So Zunami is a product that will allow you to film your own videos and you can send those videos via, uh, via the app that you can download on the App Store. And they will make the video look professional because it is done by a professional editing team so you want a header you want a footer you want to just look better in general um, and for the cost it's it's unbelievably inexpensive so if you're looking for video help this is the best way to go about doing it um, especially if you want to film videos on your phone like we all should so it's Zunami with an x and that's it <laughs>